today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, the next round of talks expected to start at NAFTA in just a little while. Uh, they're starting to fire volleys back and forth. You know, they had the meeting down in uh, Mexico, and uh, they seem to uh, get a lot of issues on the table. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, another wild card from the U.S. delegation, which says that uh, they would like to see a sunset clause that could terminate the agreement after only five years. Now, that's a different twist. Uh, joining us to talk about this here in studio, Marvin Ryder, of course, uh, from the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. How are you doing this morning? I am fine, thank you, Bill. You're dressing like it's still summer. Good for you. <laughs> it is still summer. It's going to be 25 today, so I'm holding on to it until September 21st. Which is, well, yeah, this is the last weekend of summer, so let's enjoy this while we can. Exactly. Uh, talk to me about this idea. This is Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary down in the States, that floated this idea. Uh, which I assume is coming from uh, from you know his lips, but it's Donald Trump's idea, I would imagine. A sunset clause on a trade agreement, really? So if you don't mind, I'm just going to go back and yeah. then we'll go forward. So NAFTA negotiations began. The first round was held in Washington, and then three weeks later they met in Mexico City for, I think it was four days. Now they're going to come to Ottawa next weekend, not the current weekend coming up, but the next weekend, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th. The way they've been handling the negotiation, and I'm going to make it sound like I've been sitting in the room. I haven't, but I have some good sources that say, uh, so the three parties, if you can imagine three parties at a triangular table, they will table certain things, and if they think they can get an agreement quickly, they accept it. If they think, oh, wait, you know, that's kind of controversial, Mexico, or look, the United States, that's controversial, let's put that over here in another pile. We'll call it the parking lot. We'll come back to that in the future. So they've been making great progress on those things they can easily agree on, but of Course, like what to have for lunch? Yes. <laughs> but as you can imagine, there are a few things piling up in the parking lot. And this one, the idea of the sunset clause, has been floated and has already found its way to the parking lot. Now, the, a sunset clause, the best way I can explain it to your listeners is to imagine that you're going to get married. But instead of uh, the, the minister saying, until death do you part, it is until five years from now when one side or the other agree to continue the agreement. In other words, we're going to have a five-year renewable agreement. Oh, it could go on for life, but every five years you've got to redo your vows and say, I still love you and I still want to carry on. It would be highly unusual in any trade agreement. I am not aware of any trade agreement signed by Canada, the United States, Mexico, and not just between them, but between anyone else in the world that this kind of an agreement uh, is in place. And the reason why you don't have a sunset clause is that you are fundamentally changing the economic makeup of, of a country, or in this case, North America. In other words, if you've made a commitment to free trade, then Everything you do, all, all your rules and regulations embrace that concept. For instance, take, take our customs. You know, when I come back across the border from the United States, then if it's a world of free trade, how I'm going to be charged for goods I buy and my limits are all predicated on the fact that we believe in freer trade. If suddenly that agreement's terminated, and that's the whole thing when we say to Donald Trump, let's rip up NAFTA, well, if you suddenly rip it up, then there's a whole lot of other laws that then would have to be changed. So if we're going to go down this road, Canada and Mexico has, have instantly reacted to the idea of a, a sunset clause and said it's a non-starter. We're not interested in this. So it's made its way to the parking lot. I suspect what's going to happen in the parking lot, we're going to get into some good old-fashioned horse trading. So we'll give you a little something here if you take something off there. And if you do this here, we'll take something off there. And that's, those will be the last things they talk about. That could 
could be well into December before anything is resolved there. But but Wilbur Ross, the Commerce Secretary, and for that matter, Lighthizer, who's the the lead negotiator right. for the U.S., this is not their first rodeo. I mean, no. they, why would they even bring something like this up? I mean, that's a that's a non-starter in the business world, isn't it? Um, let me give you two different explanations for this. Uh, yes, it's usually a non-starter in the business world, but we have this nice gentleman by the name of Trump who's president, yeah, I've and, heard of him. and this is not the uh, standard presidency anymore. He's a different kind of president, and he does a different style of negotiations. The second thing I would tell you, Bill, is that in negotiations, you occasionally put forward something that you know you're going to lose to get something that you want instead. So in other words, it'd be like me saying to you, Bill, uh, uh, you know, I want $10,000 to do something. You say, oh, well, Marvin, no way I'm going to give you 10000 I said, well, how about 1000 then? You say, well, good, 1000 I dodged a bullet. I didn't have to give you that extra $9,000. But had I asked for the $1,000 to begin with, you would have said no to that. Sure, yeah. So sometimes you put somewhat outrageous proposals on the table to soften up the negotiations so that when you put a more reasonable thing on the table, that will be a Uh, I don't know what the more reasonable thing is, but I think, A, Donald Trump said put that out there, and so they felt obligated to do so. But I also think they're quite willing to remove it in favor of something else. But I don't know what that something else will be. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.